What is going on, people? This is Elder Tenchi, and welcome to a new episode of Otaku Labs. For those who don't know what Otaku Labs is, it's a place where me and my friends, my fellow homies on uh, on the Brain ANT, we like to talk about anime, manga, and whatever you know, and whatever else in the anime space we want to nerd out about. And uh, there has been a lot in the past. Well, it's been a while since the last time I recorded, so I'm going to say there's been a, in, in the past few months, there has been a lot of news. But one in particular that me and my friends love to chat and argue about on multiple <laughs> occasions. Love how you look at me. Okay. I know. Is, is, is a little thing called Dragon Ball Super. And along the way, I got my homeboy. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey. I'm Shadow Monarchs. Pleased to meet you. Yes, I'm going by a different moniker now. Yeah, formerly known as JJ Darkfire. Over here changing his Choose name. Your poison. I go by either. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, man, man. Um, so, so I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just bring it, I'm gonna just bring it to you like this. We're gonna be talking Dragon Ball Super. Each of us in the crew have our own opinions. Uh. One, you know, one in particular, you know, one in particular was I felt like, you know, he, you know, he had his, he had his own, he had his own views about it, and that's complete, and that's completely fine. One thing I, one thing I, I will never, you know, one thing we, we, we don't do. We may disagree or agree to disagree on certain things, but we always come back to having fun when it comes to, this is true. you know, when it comes to anime, manga, and perhaps we could say that debate. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. But perhaps we could save that debate for a time where he could speak for himself. Oh, most definitely. Well. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, you know, like like I said, we don't want to take him out. Of, we're not going to take him out of the conversation. It's just everybody that was available right now is you and I. You know, everybody else is working. You just got out of work, and this is what yeah. I do for work. So it works out. <laughs> yeah. 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 So let's just talk about it. All right. Um, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Super. I feel like it's been a tug of war for the past. It's been a. For the, it's what been seven years, maybe about seven years, I'd say, since we first got Dragon Ball Super. Right? Yeah, tw- like late twenty fifteen. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, late. Maybe late, a little after twenty fifteen, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Now I I want I want to say it was like late twenty fifteen. We're at um you know when when this first premiered. Then the then the manga then the manga happened and you realize that between the manga and the anime there are totally different monsters. Oh, of course. They are. They are. They're their own continuity. They are their own continuity. But I remember the arguments we would have. It's like, man, you know, this is gonna, this is gonna look good when it's you know when it's animated based on this arc, based on this arc, based on this arc. And you know that's been the argument for the longest time as well because I've always felt like the animated stuff. Should have followed suit with the manga, but but and th- they completely did their own dynamic with that, and it's it's and it's its own beast. Literally. Yeah, but the the thing is, unlike the previous material, unlike the you know unlike the drag the original Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z manga, Dragon Ball Super was animated before the manga even came out. And that's unique in and of itself because it's usually the manga that comes first. Yeah, in this case, there's been a lot of cases in other anime where I find out that the manga came later and it added and, and adapted from you know from the anime or whatever or whatever the case may be. But in but 
I think part of the reason why Dragon Ball Super is so... It's, it's, it's cool, but it's also very divisive. Yeah. But, but also, being a Dragon Ball fan for this long, I, I feel like... I mean, Dragon, Dragon, Ball's in, Dra- Dragon Ball as a franchise is hitting 40. Yeah. We grew up with it. We, Literally. We, we, exactly. We grew up with it. Now, imagine, we're, Amer- we're American fans. So we can be a little, you know, we can we can be a little tight with the things that we love. The Japanese fans that have that have been around since day one, imagine how they must feel. I don't know, but yeah. So fast forward to fast forward to modern day to you know to modern day Dragon Ball. We've had what four movies? Let's see. Uh, if we're gonna go based on like I guess the start of this. Yeah. I guess Battle of Gods. Yep. Revival of F. Yep. Broly movie. Yep. And now. And now Dragon Ball Super superhero. superhero. So that's four movies with my in, in in the modern Dragon Ball continuity. Yep. Okay. This one Dragon Ball Super superhero had a lot that that I felt like going into it was going was going was going to be. You know, weird. Like, for example, the C- when the CGI animation first, you know, when we first saw the CG animation. Yeah, I mean, this is, I want to say it's the first movie where it was completely 3D. Yeah. Um, it's funny. The, I have yeah. to say, to go along with that aspect, the only thing that kind of like irked me just a little bit yeah. was the 3D comic pop-outs every time there was an explosion. I, I kind of thought, thought that was a little weird. That didn't need to be there, especially in the first introduction between Gamma and Piccolo in that fight. Mm-hmm. It kind of made it a bit too comic book like, at think, least for that specific section. Yeah. But everything else was was wonderful. I think I I think that was part of like. Part of what they were going, part of, part of what they were going for, because this is a, uh, like this is a campy superhero, you know, spoof. You know what I'm saying? And coming from, and 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 we're living in the age of superhero films, so this, well, modern day superhero films with continuity and everything, and it and to me, I feel like whether it was done that way or not, it fits. It did. Yeah. There was nothing in that movie that was technically bad, other than minor nitpicks. Yeah, like and and and, and like I said, everybody's entitled. Every, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Like when when I first saw that, you know, that first teaser that came out, I was excited to see it in a different way because the only time we've seen Dragon Ball in three in three dimensions have been in the games. Yeah. Right. So to see this actually be. You know, actually being done for an entire film outside of say, because they've done this for like you know rides in Universal Japan, like there's whole like Dragon Ball short films for rides and stuff like that, but never something in official continuity. And let me and let me just and let me just say this as as a Dragon Ball fan, I can understand where where we all get a little frustrated with what's canon and what's not. I can I can understand that. I was I'm one of those people, you know? Yeah. Um but now that we know for the most part that these movies are 
in the continuity, that's you know that's great. I'm just gonna say that we're, we'll we'll go we'll circle back to that later. But I just want to you know put that out there. You know, um, so so going in so going into this so going into this film, right? They basically do a small recap of everything that's happened to now, right? What did you think of the open the opener for that? Well, aside from the recap, the story automatically touched base with Pan training with Piccolo. Yeah. So then we got to see aspects of Piccolo's fathering nature because he got that from when Gohan was a kid. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was nice about this because it actually gave the other characters actually some development and time to shine. Right. And normally you don't see something like this in Dragon Ball. It's normally always Goku and Vegeta. This time was a whole different ballgame. So we got to see Pan have some growth through this movie. We got to see Gohan have growth through the movie. We got to see Piccolo have growth through the movie. We got to see a little bit of Goten and Trunks, but I think they were more or less for the comedy yeah, they, side of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the main thing here was that the characters that don't normally get to shine actually got to shine this time. At least in the, you know, at, at least and getting towards the end. Yeah. Going back to how the story opened up, like I said, it was Pan and Piccolo training. She didn't know how to fly at first, and they were getting her to that point. Mm-hmm. And Piccolo, being the daddy that he is, was trying to encourage Gohan to train and take it a little more seriously because Gohan's stuck studying, doing entomology. Talking about how interesting ants are that turn golden. Yeah. Like a super Like a saiyan. super saiyan. That's great. That's great. But... Like in 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 this in this movie, because I by the way full spoilers, we going well, we going we already we are a little bit right now. So. Yeah, we're going we're going full spoilers. You know what? You know why we're going full spoilers? The movie has been out since June. Yeah, so fair game at this point. Yeah, like yeah, I know the well, dub has recently come. The you know, the, the dub has recently come out. Yeah, the, it came out in June in Japan. Right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm kind. Yeah. We didn't get it till later. We didn't. We didn't get it till later. I'm glad we got. I'm glad we got it. That's you know that's True. the thing. We, you know, but point you know point being, Piccolo was the audience avatar because he was saying to Gohan everything that Gohan fans have been saying. Well, we've all been saying really for years. Yes, years. You know, I have no problem with Gohan. Being a scholar, I have no problem with him being a family man. Absolutely no problem with that. No, but the, but the, the thing was, for Gohan to not constantly rely on Goku and Vegeta as the answer. Yeah. Like, bro, you have... Because there were going to be times when Goku and Vegeta aren't going to be there when they needed it. Yep. And he had to step up. Not only for his daughter. Well, technically it was mainly for his daughter. Yeah, but really also but, for the planet. Like right. when they're not when they're not here, because they're going off training with the gods pretty much all the time now. Yeah. 
right? And even though they could get back there, you know, in a in a uh, in a short length in a, you know a short length of time, you still don't know what's going to happen at any you know, at any point. And that's just the an and, and that's just the anime, right? right? So and and I know Gohan fans have been wanting Gohan to to step up and return to form like he did Cell. But I also got to remember that he never wanted to fight to begin with. True. So even though yes he is of Saiyan lineage, he doesn't have that. He's also half human, and he doesn't always have that urge to fight. However, now he's an now he's an adult. There has to be there has to be a balance. Right. You know. So hence the story and plot moving forward. Yeah. As to why Piccolo infiltrated the Red Ribbon Army. Interesting fact. This originally was supposed to be a Piccolo film. Was it? Now? It was supposed to be a. Uh, it was. It was gonna originally be a solo Piccolo film, which would have been something that we have never seen before. Whereas Piccolo is, you know, the he is he is the main star. Like we've we've seen him play, you know, big parts in past films. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'd but, say Piccolo had a major part in this film. To be honest, since yeah, he the did. Start of the film. The, the screen has been on on him. On the him. Whole time. Yeah, so th- this is at least from what I from what I've heard and a little bit of what I've read. Originally, they had wrote it like a just a just a solo Piccolo film with him as the main you know, main cast member, right? But then they suggested that they put Gohan in here too. You know what I mean? To give him you know to give him some development. So really, this and was a he really did need that development. He needed it, yeah. Like you, you, you can't. There's so many characters in Dragon Ball history that some we will either never see again, launch, yeah. um, or you know, or some that we you know that we see every so often. You know, like like just just to show that they're there. Like Tien, you know, they gave him two. Well, no, th- he he came in for like three three times in Super, and he really didn't do much. No. You know, he is officially a psycho. Master Roshi did more than him. Indeed, Master Roshi did do more than him. Yeah, but in but in super but in superhero, what do we got? This is a this is almost a. It, it's purely a Gohan and Piccolo film. It's a it's purely a, Go, a Gohan Piccolo film. It harkens back to the days of the Red Ribbon Army. Like we yep, see that they've some nice throwbacks in there. This is this there was actually some references as well. Mm-hmm. If you was yo, watching the movie li- and you call Yo, on, listen, 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 since we going full spoiler, um that Android twenty one uh-huh. that Android twenty one reference and the full connection between her and Dr. Uh, and Dr. Giroux and Android sixteen. And like, yo, okay, look, okay, so here's here's this small family tree, right, you know, right there. Yeah. 100 100%, 100% canonized. But she is she she's the first video game character to be in a, to be in any kind of official story capacity. I yes, I want to say so. She's the first video game character to ever kind of cross over into the main continuity. Even though it kind of makes sense though. It does no it does. It does cuz she was, you know, she um which we call it, she was well, did they say that they were husband and wife or just lovers? Well, I mean, if you want to slap a label on me, I mean, it's fair game, <laughs> I guess. I mean, 
they were involved. They, they were didn't have a kid together. Yeah, they were involved. Well, you can be, you can have a kid together and not be involved with the person you have a kid with. Come on, man. I suppose, but I mean, but, choose your poison with it. Yeah. yeah I don't so okay, so they had a connection. Fun. They had a connection, right? And it resulted in it, it resulted in the the son who was who um, who Android sixteen was later modeled after. So all that was, and I believe. Our homeboys would tell you, because um, because they're Team Four Star fans. Not to say I'm not. It's just like they they were watching a bridge like like that. Me, I I wasn't watching it like that. But they, you know, but they had made that connection a long time ago, right? I perhaps. I mean, I I never really faithfully followed Team Four Star nor watched the bridge stuff. We did watch a few. We did watch a few things when we were doing other shows. But it was just for the, but it was just for the sake of the other show. We we weren't watching it like like Zilla and Nab were. You yeah, know what I mean, mean? truthfully, it really wasn't. Nothing, to be honest with you, I, I get it. It's for comedic value, but I, mean, I couldn't sully Dragon Ball. Yeah, but <laughs> so, what you mean sully Dragon Ball I is? Couldn't sully Dragon Ball by watching. Dragon Ball show. is a dude. Dragon Ball is a action comedy. It's not just action. It's always been about the gags too. You know? Yeah, I, I suppose. And the, I mean, and yeah, the, it, the bridge stuff kind of took it to another level. Yeah, and it it, it really let's see the future. It tur- it, tur- it it turned oh, it God. it. That's the only thing that's still stuck in my head. It turned it it turned it up to eleven. It really it really did. Um, but at, but at the same time, during the time where there was no new Dragon Ball content, yeah, they was a were they were keeping the they were keeping the fan base afloat. So you really got to give you got to really give it up. To you know the team four star, but the fact that they called they kind of called this the you know the connect the 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 connection between uh you know uh Doctor Jero Android sixteen and then later and then later on um then later on Android twenty one now or um I forgot what her I forgot what her name was I forgot what her name was as well I'm so accustomed to calling her Android twenty one right. Like who was she in human form? I forget. You know, I, 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 I you I, know, I forget. So excuse I almost me. almost felt like they, they called her Amelia or Emily. Uh, but think... don't quote me on that because I, I can't faithfully actually remember her actual human name. Yeah, I um, but but I think but I think that was I think that was dope. But the the new I can't even call him. I can't even call the new doctor of, of an antagonist, really, because he. Doctor Hedo. Yeah, Hedo. 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 Hedo only wanted to be involved in the world of superheroes. That's yeah. what he idolized. Right. He only went with Magenta to so to get funding for his research mm-hmm. and ga- to make Gamma one, one and, and two. two. Yep. But yep. it was never, you know, to do anything evil. No, he always aspired to do good. Yeah, he he was all about science and but, all about superheroes. And, and, told, and if it wasn't for Magenta, Gamma One and Two would have never even targeted Piccolo, Gohan, nope. or even considered kidnapping Pan to begin with. Because Hedo was against it from the beginning. Yeah, and the whole thing, like. Their whole thing about taking revenge on Capsule Corp for you know, it was a lie. It, like it, it really, 
like this was this was all about this this was all about a grudge. Of course. Like, oh, you destroyed you destroyed our entire empire. You destroyed Doctor Troll. You destroyed like eh, 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 okay and can't get away from that, can you? It's been years. Right. But I, I think that it was actually a nice reintroduction to the Red Oh, yeah, Army, yeah. Yeah, them as, uh, what was it, Red Pharmaceuticals? Yeah. Like, them them disguising themselves as, as a pharmaceutical company? I think that was clever. It um, was. It was plot convenience as well. Yeah, I think, that was, I think that was really clever. And they explained that pretty much, pre- like, pretty well. I can't, I can't really... About you know, like that plot, I feel like was was explained very you know was explained very well, and the um, and I, I I feel like it added another layer to the you know to the Red Ribbon Army and yes, and despite Magenta wanting Doctor Hedo yeah to create Cell again, at least this time Cell Max was a completely different beast on all on its own. He wasn't verbal or anything. Well, no, but but he was still way stronger than the previous. So yeah, or at least he would. It was he was literally his own beast. He would have been. He probably would have been a lot more intelligent had had they let him finish developing. Finish developing. But as an emergency, just in case. Dr. Hedo developed a weakness yeah. for so much. Hedo is not, like, Hedo was not a, he was, like like we said, he wasn't for this. He just wanted to, you know, he wanted to further his research into, you know, into, you know, making the androids and everything. And he did what they asked, but just in case, yeah, he got, he had a fail safe. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, so I, so I get that. Um, the, there was a lot of, um, you know, there was a lot of speculation that it was going to be Cell coming back, and but you know what? Yes, at first it was a, I was kind of upset about finding out that they were going to bring Cell back, but I'm glad that they did it completely different. Yeah, it's, it's a, not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing, and we know the reason why he was basically like the Harutagarn of that of of that story. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he, to be honest with you. If Dr. Hedo actually finished developing Cell in the way that he may have wanted to, he would have been it would have been a major problem. He was already a problem it, as a brainless group, no, brute. But, but if it was done correctly, yeah, they wouldn't have even had to fight Cell to begin with. How do you because figure? of what Dr. Hedo aspired, what mm-hmm. he wanted to do. He never wanted to make Cell Max in the first place, mm-hmm. but. He wanted to do good. Right. That was the biggest thing. So if he was able to completely develop Cell Max, Cell Max probably would not have gone on that rampage. He would have been more controlled. It would have just been like he would have been the third hero. It would have been the ga- the gammas and then and then Cell Max. Right. But that still would have probably been a problem for most of the community because they remember Cell. They remember OG Cell. So that's true. So, and it, like I said before, it wouldn't have been a thing if it wasn't for Magenta. No, it would. It, it wouldn't have been. And but this whole thing, you know, this whole thing is a grudge. But it's, you, you know, like I, I get people's, like I, I get people's feelings about Cell coming back. Those who like it, those who don't. My, like my thing is, what has Dragon Ball Super been since the beginning? It has been nostalgia bait. It has been nostalgia bait. 
the the first the the first like really original thing that they did was Battle of Gods. This is true. That was the introduction to the gods. Yeah, like there was, and there was no bad guy in that. There was no villain in that movie. It was all about the introduction of the gods. It was all about the introduction to the Super Saiyan God lore. There was no like. There was a threat. It was Beerus. But he wasn't a bad guy. He was just doing his job. Yes, he has a, you know, yes, he has a grudge. Yes, he's the one that, that destroyed, you know, that, that gave Frieza the okay to destroy the, you know, the, the original planet of the Saiyans, planet Vegeta. But he wasn't the bad guy, right? Yeah. Then we, then we get Fikatu no F. Brought back Frieza for, again, because Frieza... Um, difference is... Four months of training to achieve something new. And he did. Which I'm pretty sure we're going to touch on. Oh, dude, 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 you think, dude, if you think, if you think we leave in the studio without talking about the manga, (laughs) nah, listen, we got to talk about, we got to talk about both, okay? There's been way too much. Ah, man, but, uh, it, the, the, the fact that, the fact that they've done, they've done so much with Super, but a lot of it has, has been, like, little references and tidbits to the, you know, to, like, um, the Z era and a little bit of the Dragon Ball era, you know. And I think a lot of that is because they're trying to figure out where to take it as a whole. Yeah, because somebody had mentioned somebody had mentioned this before. Dragon Ball Super is the most corporate out of all of Dragon Ball, besides GT. That is the most cor- that is the most corporate decision that they could that they could have made. I mean, bringing Trunks back. I mean, all. All, all of all of that, and I'm not saying that was bad. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying like it's not like anything on, you know, anything in Super we haven't seen before. This is true. You know what I'm saying? And if, but so when it came to, so when it came to certain beats of this movie, I was just, I was just excited because they were just having, you could tell they were just having fun making this movie. You know, they put in a lot of work, and you know, it doesn't disappoint. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I can't get enough of the fact that the other characters had their time to shine in this movie. They actually had, had a, some serious development. Yeah, they had a reason. They had a reason for being there. Even though I feel like what they did with Trunk, with what they did with Go Tanks, I'm like, really? But purely comedic value. Purely comedic, yeah. Because they forgot how to fusion dance. Yep, and um, which was fine. I mean. Even in that comedic way, with the team bouncing Gotenks around just to smack Cell with his body, they I mean, still gave him something to do. Exactly. They, they they still gave him something to do. But let's talk about the MV. Like let's talk about the MVP of this, okay? Um, MVP Piccolo, okay. MVP goes to Piccolo. Honorable mention goes to Pan because yes, honorable mention does I, go to Pan. Honorable she me- received development towards. Especially in the movie, and towards the end. Yeah, like she was, like she was great. I think my favorite part was when uh, when they're trying to kidnap when they're trying to kidnap her, and she's like, "I don't know you." That was funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, this three year old just one shot a giant dude. Like, <laughs> well, remember the end? Okay, remember the end of Z? I was taught not to talk to strangers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, come on. You can't like, and, and you and you saw what she and you saw what she did back in the you know back in the world tournament. And let's talk about how 
she was able to pick up on the fact that Piccolo was in disguise, but Gohan didn't. Because, you know what? Gohan, like, he has not been training his mind or, well, his mind as far as, like, absorbing it's information. Yeah. But he's not, he's not really picking up on key as much because he hasn't really been, he hasn't been really been training. No, but give major respects to Gohan still because when it really mattered the most in the movie, he stuck, he stepped it up. Of course. I mean. And he kept going all to protect his daughter because he thought there was something that they were trying to harm her. Yeah. But behind the scenes, she was actually okay because Piccolo was with her. Yeah, it is kind of messed up that they did that in order to in order to get him to actually do something, though. Right. You know. But if it wasn't for that, he probably wouldn't have gotten the boost that he did. Facts, facts. I like I, you know, I while I am not for endangering kids, even if they are saying kids, I, you know, I I feel like their plan worked. Yes. In spades. And you know what? Major brownie points for Gohan. Yep. And he was trying to protect his own. And you, and you know what? That was hype in itself. Heck yeah! And did that? I just I got I gotta know as a as a dad, right? As a as a dad, now you you brought your daughter to see this with you, right? Yeah. You brought your daughter to see. You brought your 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 daughter right now, who's a who's a little older than Pan in this in in this in this movie, right? Yeah. You brought her to you brought her to see this. How was her react? How was her reaction? She loved the movie. She had fun. She surprisingly called it an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But after the movie was done, I had one question for my girls. What did you say? And that was, so, am I going to be showing you more Dragon Ball stuff? Yep, I got the green light, baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because, no, because, because listen, like, Zilla, you know, like Zilla's boys, right? Shouts out, shouts out to the little nephews. They're just as bad as us now. They're just as bad as us. I can't wait to start showing them the other movies oh, and no. the animes. No. Oh, yes. No. I mean, yes, yes. and no. Like, yes and no. Because, but, but, like I said, they're just as bad as us, man. That's okay. <laughs> and that is absolutely okay. So, oh my god! But I could see. But the reason why I'm asking is because it was a father protecting his daughter, yeah. right? It was a fa- it was a father thinking that his daughter was in major da- was in, was in some crazy danger, and he stepping up and doing what he had to do. As any father would do. You know what I'm saying, or should do. Right. You know. And this is just me speaking as an uncle. I'm just you know I'm I'm just I'm just saying. Immediately when I when uh, when those moments happened, I thought of you. I thought of our home of our homeboy Zilla. Because you guys are proud fathers. Oh, absolutely. You know, and you guys have, you know, and you guys have saying attitudes in some cases. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, yeah, so, so I, I immediately thought, you know, I immediately thought of y'all. Um, and it, it was just like, and once again, they got you with the nostalgia beats. But let's talk about Piccolo for a second. Okay, let, 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 let me, then. Daddy of the year. That's not really a daddy, but. Give him full credit as being the daddy. He's no people have always said that he's the best dad. He's he, the one that trained Gohan. He's the one that's there for Gohan when 
Always off training. Yep, and he's the and now he's there for and now he's there for Pan yep. when she was born. Let's talk about Piccolo scolding Gohan yeah. for not being more attentive to his daughter because he's putting himself in work all the time, calling him out hard. You just like, have to appreciate that moment because that's like it, it's kind of like real life shit at the same time. Oh yeah, you know you, that's. Going back to your comment about having balance, there's always work, but there's your work-life balance. Mm-hmm. You gotta do what you gotta do at home. You gotta have time for your kids. You gotta have time for yourself. You gotta have time for your job. But the most important thing is, and I'll say it one last time, is balance. Yeah, it's um, I I, I just I just don't. Like, it, it's pick. Like I said, like we said at the beginning of this review, Piccolo was the audience avatar. He was saying what we've all been saying for years: Gohan, man, you got to, you got to step up, bro. Yeah, because he was a far cry from what he was when he fought the original self. He lost all that. Yeah, I mean, like having having some downtime and times of peace. I get that, you know. But now it's right. years. That he was years later. Yeah, years later, he was finally taught again that he cannot solely rely on Goku and Vegeta for the answers. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be times where he's gonna have to step it up, and regardless of that, Piccolo is gonna be there with him fighting. Yeah, because they're best friends. Yeah, they're best friends. But Piccolo is so like. Piccolo ain't going anywhere. Like, if they were to have, like, some sort of argument or whatever, it's like, man, no, no, look, he is family. Okay, family's looking out for you. He ain't trying to scold you just because. He's telling you the truth, and he's known you since you were a kid. No. Since we're talking about Piccolo, do you want to go on and touch on on the wish he made and the transformation that he had? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Can't, we can't we can't not talk about that because that was another huge thing. Now we haven't seen Piccolo get a power boost. Oh my god, how long has it been? Quote the dragon from the movie when he made the wish. It, uh, I gave you a little extra. <laughs> right. And what was that extra? It's, I, I thought it was completely epic when his back glowed yeah and then the transformation happened yeah that i i do find it inter- i do find it interesting because when he asked dende to unlock his potential dende was like oh well that comes with age i can't just i can't just do it yet he's too right. he's too young but he was able to upgrade the dragon he was able to upgrade the dragon yeah and we've seen him and we've seen him do that before but you know having having him upgrade the dragon and then piccolo wish for he didn't wish for a transformation. He didn't know a transformation was going to happen. He just wanted to have his complete potential unlocked. unlocked. Yeah, and you know, and usually I would say that's a you know that that's a grab, you know, but he wasn't asking for a transformation. He was asking for a you know he he was just asking for a, for a power boost like everybody else got at some point. Right. You know, the last time he got the last time he got it was when he fused with Nail and then every no Nail and then Kami, and then he. Then he just trained on his own from that point on. But how many times? How many times had had Gohan gotten a power boost? 
there's the one with uh, Guru. Mm-hmm. That was the first initial one. Yep. Then there was the next power boost. Um, if you want to qualify it as a power boost, when he saw Android 16 die. Mm-hmm. Then following the power boost from Elder Kai for unlocked potential or, or ultimate gone, if you will. Yeah, which you know, which was not really utilized when. Right. And he, now his most busted form, Beast Gohan, which was unlocked when he thought Piccolo died. Mm-hmm. And it's very. Primal, yeah, it's very, it's, it's very, it's, it's very primal in its look. Yeah, it's akin to Gohan's previous transformation when he was a kid. Yeah, so to speak, anyways. Pr- kind of, very primal like that. Like they wanted to bring you, they wanted to bring you back to that feeling when he first went Super Saiyan two, because he's fighting Cell, albeit a a more beastly, uh, nonsensical kaiju Cell. And you know what? I completely love this form for him. It's different. It's something that you haven't seen yet. I love the red eyes, the fierceness in it. Mm-hmm. The spiky white hair. White grayish hair. Yeah. Now, and mind you, he tanked a punch and didn't even flinch from Cell Max. Right. I do feel like like they... I, I, I feel like Akira and, you know, Akira and whoever else worked on this movie spent some good time on the internet. And what's all over the internet? Dragon Ball fan fiction, forms, characters, stories, all of that, right? Because uh, that, because he were, because when I first saw Gohan Beast, it reminded me of one of the... Did you know that the original concept art for that, his skin was supposed to be more pale? And the original Super Saiyan that they had their their eyes was originally supposed to be red and not the green and not that like that light green. So I feel like he went back to his notes on that one. Yeah, and also something that was uh, that came out of the Toriyama's mouth in a tweet was that Beast Gohan is supposedly the strongest character now. That and, he surpasses Goku and Vegeta with this one. And there goes some of that division I was talking about because ever since that was said, it's gotten people all in a, you know, all twisted up. Yeah, I won't lie, it kind of threw me off too because I'm like, he just had one serious power boost, but now you want to claim that he's the strongest fighter. And you can't just throw away all the development that Vegeta and Goku had. Oh no, you can't. You can't. Um, especially with, you know, the people that they have been training I'd sooner, with. I'd sooner say that this form can beat Super Saiyan Blue you right think? out of the park. I'll say it'll beat that, but I won't say that it'll beat Ultra Instinct or Ultra Ego. Here's my, here's, okay, so here's my thought process. Gohan just got this one. Right. Okay. We thought he was done after his his potential was unlocked after the elder you know, after his his time with the elder Kai. We thought that that was his peak. He could train that form and just keep going like you know it's ultimate Gohan. 
I was not expect like like even though I did see spoilers prior to seeing this film. The seeing seeing this form. So it 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 it's a you know it it surprised me especially with the 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 colic man they just want they just want to keep adding more hair like Yo, like that colic was all over the place that was like freaking huge hello I have a Mexican tick on my face oh like it is not <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out there it, but I think I think they just wanted to see how big they could make the 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 colic oh, if they wet his hair. It'll be akin to Super Saiyan three length. I, it 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 just legit. His hair is the half his body size. <laughs> it's yo the uh it I, I just when I saw that I was like for real though. I don't know. Like, despite that though, I I really do think that the idea is really cool, and I rather enjoyed it. To be honest with you, I did. I did too. Now. The bits that we saw, um, Vegeta, Go, you know, Vegeta, Goku, and Broly in them on uh, Be- on Beerus's planet. What'd you think of that? It was short, but they were trying to teach Broly how to train and control his power without destroying the planet. Mm-hmm. The best parts that threw me off was Beerus liking Chi-Lai. Yo, I couldn't help myself but smirk after I saw that. I'm like, mm-hmm. Broly gonna fuck you up, boy. <laughs> I mean, we we're like we are the only like fans are the ones shipping them because we you know because well because of I, I think that's Dragon Ball where would Broly, ultimately but... go though. I I can't see like that relationship truly happening between Chi and Beerus. Well, no, no, no. That's no. That that right there. That's I a think school. that's purely for comedic value. That's a school. Yeah, that all that was was a schoolyard crush. It was a smart. It was a small crush, right? Because oh, yeah. he wasn't hiding it. Because let's put it this way: who, like Beerus, number one, what other females does he see? Boma. And she's married. True. And they and, and, and if we're talking about Boma. Let's talk about those witches. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And you want to talk about that scene where it was nothing but her booty on the screen? Okay, okay. Like, shake it, shake it, shake it. This is my... <laughs> this is why me and Nav agree that they're going to have to, if we get... You know, when we finally get to the end of Z, they're going to have to change some things up. Because otherwise, it makes no sense. End of, end of, end of Z, and if you want to count GT, go ahead and count GT. I personally don't anymore. I'm, you know, but I'm cool with it being its own thing. But there, I, I, I kind of just leave the end of Z as is. Yeah, you know, but, just leave it alone. But here's but here's the thing. Here's why it doesn't make any sense. Because we because we've known since early Super that Boma gives herself a little cosmetic surgery yeah. with the wishes every time. She wants to heighten up her boobs. She wants to get rid of her, you know, get rid of her, uh, you know, get rid of her wrinkles. Yeah, All but with Doctor Head on board now, I don't think she's really going to use those Dragon Balls to make cosmetic wishes. But at the when s- he's a doctor in biology, yeah, he and- did cosmetic surgery on himself and enhanced his own skin. Oh yeah, but that also so, and then he did say that it was child's play for him to you know develop something. For her needs, well, cosmetically. Yeah. But that also proves my point because at the end of Z, she's got you know she she's got wrinkles. 
I suppose, but I get that, that, that would kind of be like because irrelevant. It, yeah, the, like the whole, like the the that that whole thing is kind of irrelevant now because Pan is like three years old in this, and yeah. in, in End of Z, she's four. This is supposed to be right before, you know, shortly right yeah, before that. That's right we don't, at this point. We, it's irrelevant. It really like, and, and but this is but this is why it confuses me that they started the way they did. Because now it's like we've already seen the ending, but with all the changes that were made, not even just in power levels. Right, but, but mind you, Akira Toriyama is greenlighting these changes because they can't do it without his say so. Well, yeah, he's greenlighting the changes because he's helping to make some of the changes. Right, like, and I also heard that when he retired, when he's officially retired, the Dragon Ball Z projects is going to his son. He's going to his son. Yeah, yeah. They said that during the last uh, live stream they did. Before the movie came out, um, yeah, that, so I'm actually looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in the future with Dragon Ball. But I feel like that this is where this is kind of where you kind of run into some issues because you got a franchise that's been going on for so long, Simpsons and uh, and Family True, Guy. But and I don't think it's going to go in a bad direction because he does have his father back. Here. Oh yeah, no, true. But us as fans, unfortunately, we. We're known to gatekeep. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are known to gatekeep. I'm, I myself am guilty of this, and I can accept certain, you know, certain changes within the continuity, and it doesn't always have to make sense because it doesn't make sense, especially, come on, especially in Dragon Ball, it doesn't, it, it doesn't always, it doesn't always make sense. We accept it because we want to see, we want to see good, we want to see good fights, and we want to see. Uh, and we want to see our favorite characters get some sort of shine. Yeah, speaking of fights, the fight on the sparring match between Goku and Vegeta on Bills is kind of downplayed quite a bit because they couldn't transform and they couldn't use key blasts. Well, yeah, it's all about it was all about control, right? You know, and I guess officially you could actually say that Vegeta got the W for the sparring match because hey. he didn't fall first. He didn't, but. Also, did you did you see the wink? The wink? The Goku did? Yeah, he did it yeah. on purpose. Yeah, I know. I saw that. But you're still you're still gonna. You're but still gonna it made Vegeta it to happy. It made him happy. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it made him happy. They're not only rivals, but legit. I would actually call them brothers. No, for real, it would. But going back to Piccolo for a second. Okay, so so Piccolo got a little extra extra boost, right? I'd and, say the buffness. The, he regained an ability that he had forgotten how to do. Yeah. So Krillin, like, oh, Krillin turn into a giant? Kaiju fight? Yeah. He had completely forgotten that he used to do that. You know? But I think it's also because of his connection to the Dragon Balls because he's Namekian. Right? Yeah. That's, why his, that's why his skin is all orange. And that's why he, you know, and, and that's why uh, Shinron gave him a little extra boost. True. I, yeah. I do, you know, I can't, I can't honestly say I don't like the name Orange Piccolo, and I do hope that it changes along in the story. Uh, I don't think Because after, after, you know, giving him such a development in this movie, I felt like that name was underplayed. Orange Piccolo. But it's just straight to the point. It may it may not sound it may not sound like you know it, it it may not sound as epic as some of the names do but come on we got Super Saiyan we got Super Saiyan Blue or Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan blah 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 
You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Naming has always been. I mean, the name of the game honest, is simplicity. I, I, I think it's just probably as. It's basic. As it's basic. Ultra ego. It's basic. Ultra ego. I, I, I think orange piccolo is probably as bad as that. To be honest with you. You don't like ultra ego. As a name. I I, I also felt like they could have done better with that, but I mean, it is what it is. To be honest with you. Hmm. To me, it describes exactly what it is. The power doesn't come it's from... what Vegeta is, exactly. Exactly. So, like, just like with Goku and Ultra Instinct, that's coming from Instinct. His body is doing the majority of the work. His mind is, you know... I guess Vegeta's all ego. And Vegeta is all ego, who he's always been. And, yeah, I can get it. It's a, ba- you know, it's a basic name, but it describes exactly what it is. That's you know? true. You know, I, I won't say nothing else on that. But then you got something like Frieza. Black so we're going Black on Frieza. this topic. Let's now. go. I Luke. didn't think we were going there yet because we were still on the movie. But Listen. I see you want to jump a little let me bit. Tell you, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Listen. Let me tell you something. Listen. We describe. We describe that movie. We we describe that movie in and out. The only thing we didn't mention was was uh, Gohan finishing it off with a special beam cannon. First time we, first time we saw him do that attack. That was a lot of respect for his people. Yeah, but it's also he's just like his dad taking attacks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he did it. I mean, as a, as like a tribute to his first teacher, his best friend, yeah. his his surrogate father. You know, and I I absolutely think that that was completely fitting for how they decided to end the movie. Yeah, I mean, granted, it technically ended with Pan learning how to fly. Apparently. Yeah, because it, she was trying to escape the explosion. Right, but I got nervous I, <laughs> for a second there. <laughs> I did, I did too. But I knew because this is a, you know, this is happening in between stuff we already know. So we knew that she was going to survive. I just didn't know like how much. Like I came in here thinking, I'm just glad that she's in the movie. But how, you know, for how much is she going to be in the movie? She was in a good. Chunk of the a movie. good chunk of the film. So, and that's something that you really don't see all the time, especially in Dragon Ball. No, no, unless they have, a, unless they gave them something big to do. But they gave her, they gave her more, they gave her more development. And yes. I, and honestly, and I'm looking forward to it. Forward, I hope that they do give all the characters time to shine, not just focused on Goku and Vegeta. Granted, they're everyone's fan favorite. But not purely on them. I mean, if they don't, there's always fan manga. That's true. It, it, like, we want to try to keep somewhat with the continuity. Of course, I'm going to keep up with all of it. But my thing is, like, if I'm not getting what I'm, what what my head canon is wanting from the original continuity, there's so much fan stuff out there. It's true. It's true. So you know, I can get so I can get it somewhere. I can make or I can make it up myself. You know what I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> but I guess going back to the manga now. Listen, um, I'm gonna start by saying, Freezer at this point is on a whole other motherfucking level. Well, true. He's a fucking beast. But true. But I, and I'm gonna say this: Revival of F. He only trained for four months, and he was competing with Super Saiyan Blue. Granted. Goku and Vegeta still had the edge with their transformation. Yep. This motherfucker said, I found... 
I found another the room of time and space. And I one of his conquered planets, and he managed to squeeze in ten years, ten years. of training. Now, think about that. Yes, I'm talking to y'all. Think about that for a second. He trained for four months, got golden freezer. He trained for ten years. He has black freezer. He easily one-shotted gas, who was essentially universal. I mean, he was already he was already dying anyway. He was dying, but he was still putting Goku and Vegeta in the face. Vegeta comes in in an epic fashion, obliterates gas with one punch. He's ashes, and he's base. Not base, but final form Frieza. No boost. Nothing. He completely one-shots Elect, and Elect deserved it because he was a little bitch. And the way to throw salt in Elect's face, and Frieza says, you are the weakest of the heroes. Yeah. I, I, was a little, I was a little surprised by that. I was a little surprised by that. And now, he also one-shots Goku and Vegeta in their Ultra Instinct and Ultra Ego forms. Yep. One punch, and they were down. Mm-hmm. So, think. How colossal is Black Freezer's power? After training is for 10 years? Is he truly the universe's strongest in Universe 7? Or is there truly another warrior i'm gonna go Stronger. by i'm gonna go by weiss and say that we don't know yet that's yeah. up for debate and that's up to see once october comes we'll find out once the new arc starts it'll be like october november around that area hopefully hopefully but, but now goku and vegeta absolutely have to step up their game with training with weiss i and just perhaps we're going to see Broly come back in the manga. But we've never they seen Broly have... in the manga. We haven't seen They've never seen Broly in the manga. They've mentioned that. They mentioned him. They mentioned him, they but mentioned we've never him. actually seen him in the manga. No. At the beginning of the Granola arc, they mentioned no. that this happened. Right. Per- yeah, but perhaps, perhaps, with these new developments in the new arc, gives way to introduce possibly... Oob, because they spoke about him too, but they haven't done anything further with him. Oh, well, possibly. I know Granola's going to be in the picture for a little while because he's part of the Z-Warriors now. Oob did show up. Um, and there's still the thing about Broly. Yeah. But the only other thing that I could think at this point would be to give Vegeta and Goku a massive boost just to compete with Frieza at this point. I mean, it's a... There, there's no escaping. Freeze is going to fucking whoop that ass. No. And he's enjoying the clout right now. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, when I see Freeze smirk in those manga panels, I'm like... Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got a crush on Freeza now? Is that what you're trying to say? Yo, I like seeing Freeza in this limelight. <laughs> I... <sighs> like, ever since... Like, Tournament of Power, 
Yeah. Ike gave Frieza a lot of drawing points for how he developed towards the end. And I really like his character now. Especially, granted, he's a little fucking bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, this is completely freaking awesome. Granted, he's a fan favorite villain, more than likely. But I think they're doing it right this time. I'll agree with you on that. But I'm still, I'm still going to say this. Frieza gets way too many freaking chances. Way too many chances. He does get okay. a lot of chances. And yes, he's a fan favorite. And yes, he's Akira's favorite villain. I get it. That's, but, that's probably the only and probably the biggest reason as to why he's in the limelight again. I, again. But that's the key word. Again. That's the key word. Again. He showed he he had he, he showed up in the tournament of power. He had a whole he had a whole arc to himself in in, in uh, Resurrection F. The movie, as well as the as well as the art version. But you know what? In the whole, as a whole, though, I have to say that Frieza is probably the best villain in Dragon Ball. Hmm. Really? Probably the best villain. Is Better he- than Cell. I still like Janemba, Super Janemba, mind you. He's always going to have a place in my heart as one of my favorite villains. But seeing Frieza this way gives me hope for an epic fucking arc to come. But you're saying this because they let him grow. Like, we, he, he... Right! He, he never truly grew as a villain before. Like, as a person, he th- let he the... needed this. He let the Saiyans get under his skin. Matter of fact, um, like... My, my, and how the fuck do you not get excited at the fact that he pulled a Goku at the end of that arc? Yeah, yeah, but yes, I was, I, I was, I was kind of like, I was happy, I, I, I was, you know, shocked, but at the same time, not so shocked because they've been mentioning Frieza all throughout the freaking right. granola arc. He was on the back burner of the arc for the longest time, and Alex's goal was to eliminate Frieza. Yeah, but it wasn't just him. Remember, uh, remember, Granola's Granola's whole agenda was for for getting get stronger was to get at Frieza and get at the Saiyans. He wanted to get at the Saiyans because they because he thought they were the reason why his mom and the rest of his species was dead, right? But then, but but then he's like, okay, I blame you and I blame freaking Frieza the whole time. What was Goku and Vegeta trying to te- trying to tell him, dude? Frieza is not a factor anymore. Like, yeah, he's he's out there, but we've defeated him multiple times. Not you know? Now. And now, now he comes in completely buffed up in a totally different headspace. I absolutely love that they did that. But and, and it's yeah. It's a complete game changer. It is a, it is a game changer because he don't want to be he does not want to be defeated anymore. Like with all that, you know, with and, everything that he's been through up right. to this point. And it's because of all the losses that he's taken to Goku and Vegeta that he pushed himself. He trained. He did the honorable thing. He didn't wish for more power. He put in the effort and he trained for it. Yeah. I mean, and more than he's ever done before. Like, because he's also done mental... He's also done... He also did mental Mental training. training. And usually, he's not the type to train because he was such a prodigy... That he never needed to. Then golden, you know. Then he got golden freezer. 
As soon as he got Golden Freezer, what did he, what did he do? Went right to Earth. Stamina, stamina issues. Got true Golden Freezer, you know, later on. Yeah. And now... And now he's got Black Freezer. And now he's got Black Freezer. And he didn't want to go up to Goku and Vegeta right away. No. Because he's like, look, look, I'll deal with y'all later. I got other things. I got other things going on. They are no match for him at this point. Right now, no. Completely outclassed. I get... Which, mind you, even Goku and Vegeta, even towards the end of this arc, had huge development, had huge growth. Even with all that, they just said that their growth in this time, nothing. I gotta know, I, but I, but I want to know, I want to know, what are your feelings about? Because you weren't reading the, you weren't reading the manga, like you know, on on a regular basis. At no, first. I I started like. Reading the manga towards, I want to say, towards the middle, not, probably the middle of Marvel. Mm -hmm. And I watched YouTube videos about the beginning parts of that. Okay, so what did you, what did you think of it? Like, overall? Overall, like, I... I'm still reading, I'm faithfully reading the manga every month at this point. Mm -hmm. So, but needless to say, like, from never touching the manga before to actually faithfully following it every month, yeah, I completely enjoy it. Do you enjoy, like, like some people say that... I've come to enjoy it. I, I was hoping that it would be canonized even with the manga, even with the anime and shows in the beginning. Didn't turn out to be that way. That's okay. I like it as its own mm -hmm. continuity, its own canon, right? Mm -hmm. Same as the anime. I think I like the storytelling that's happening here. And you know what? I'm gonna say it right now. I honestly hope if this the series is going to be green lit to come back, I do hope that they will pull elements from the manga. But I know that's going to be a long shot since well, it's going to be its own separate thing. Well, yes and no. Like when we when we're talking about when we're talking about transformations and powers and stuff like that. Like, like okay, so in the anime, in the anime, we never see up up until up until Super Broly, we never see Vegeta get the power of Super Saiyan God first you know first level, right? Right. But in the manga, you do. And the manga, you do. And as a matter of fact, it's in the Goku Black Saga. Yeah. He's, you know, he's going back and forth between red and blue throughout the battle. Well, not throughout the battle, but in certain points of the battle, because he realized the stamina drain of them both. He realized the fl the flaws of both transformations, so he would go back and forth between the two. It would have been nice to see that happen in the saga when the manga, when the anime was going on, but the anime at that point had already reached the 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 uh, the climax. So. Of that of that saga, so but then what do we do? We see him in Super Broly go red for a while yeah. during during their sparring match. So, um, or was it during the time he was fighting Broly? But either it way, was the time he was yeah, it was the time he was fighting Broly. My bad. So yeah, we do see him go red. We don't know how he got there. We don't know what else he did. It was all off screen, but we will see these transformations again. How? How they, you know, how they get to that point, I don't know because the movie, the current movie, Super, 
movie, you know, superhero, go, you know, is is like, you know, we don't know if that took place, how like how long that took place after, you know, after Granola, or if Granola even happened in this. Now that we know that these are officially two different continuities, right? But as far as transformations, we will at least see, you know, see the transformations again, whether they, you know, whether they pop up, you know. And I'm pretty sure that if they really put their minds to it, they could find a way to add in the manga's continuity to a series. I mean... I'm sure they could. They could. In certain, I, I, I think in, like, in certain aspects... I, don't, I, I absolutely don't believe that it's necessary to rehash the movie that was done. Oh, I hope they don't do... I've been, I've been saying this since... That's um, always going to be my thing, which is why I fell yeah. off the Super at the beginning. I've been saying this since Super Broly. Like, Super Broly was cool as is. It does not need to be... Uh, it, they, they do not have to make it an arc to have it fit into the, you know, so to have it fit into the anime. So, the question is, how do you cross continuities with it making sense? Um, okay. So, like I, like I, like I said, we don't know exactly where the movie is placed. We just know but that... I believe we'll have to wait until next year to find out, because I believe I saw something... I don't know if it was a fluke, but I know I saw something about 2023. I mean, it's a possibility. I've been hearing, I've been hearing, so, you know, something similar too. Um, the only thing that that I know is guaranteed to happen 2024. We're getting another movie. I want to see that the series come back. Yes. I want to see the series come back too. But I, I will fucking grow old and still watch this. I, I like. I mean, I mean, I'm a little. I mean, dude, we're, I all, we're only we're only a twenty year old. Bro, we're, dude, we're only in our thirties. <laughs> we're we're only in our thirties. We're not that. We're twenty four. Don't lie, it, dude. It, it, you you can't you can't make yourself younger and then just leave, <laughs> and just leave me behind. I'm a year older than you, bro. Come on, you're twenty five. It don't matter to me. I am thirty five. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm a thirty five year old otaku. But you know what? Our generation, we embrace that. Yeah. More than you know, more than previous, you know, more than previous generations have. That's how, like, when I was, um, when I was watching the movie, when I was watching this with Nab, we, you know, we we saw it, um, and in front of us, we were sitting in the back, right, and in front of us, we saw, um, parents with their kids around, I'd, I'd say around Ava's age, and I, and we were a little surprised that they would not, not that they brought their kids, but that they brought their kids to the original Japanese language track. You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't surprise me that they brought their kids. It was just the it was just the fact that you that you brought your kids to a English subtitled film. Perhaps I mean it depends on their age really. I mean if it's very young, I mean it's not gonna matter because they're not gonna they're, read. No, nah, they're, they're just, just gonna, gonna watch. watch you know, we're just gonna watch what's going on. Right. But to anybody who like for anybody who who watched this out of like real context, they they just watched it because they bootlegged the mess out of this movie when it came out back back in June. Bootlegged the mess out of it. Yeah, so I could not sell it and do that. I oh, the fuck no. There was a lot of you know there was a lot of video essays and stuff being made of, you know, being made about it because of things that and some people could actually watch it in Japanese because they know the language. 
me i'm like i can't watch the whole thing like that because there's got because there's got to be important dialogue for me i'm glad i actually saw the dub version because my girls they, they completely enjoyed it yeah yeah um i won't i wouldn't change it i saw i saw the sub version with nab because you know we had all watched um dragon ball super uh subtitled when it was coming out so he just wanted to keep that streak going he, he, as far as I know, he has not seen the dub version of Super, and I've and I've gone back and watched selected episodes of um of the dub, and uh, I've only seen all the movies in dub. The um, um, and and as far as the you know, and as far as the series, yeah, as far as as far as, as far as the series, I've watched it all sub, and then gone back and watched certain episodes in dub. You know what I'm saying? Because I. Because I still use Dragon Ball as workout material, so like I would like I'd be that I'd be that guy I'd be that guy at my at my like my grandmother's house with all if she had all this gym equipment, right? She had some gym equipment, so I would be like like lifting free weights and stuff like that while while watching my Dragon Ball tapes. So I use I still use that as inspiration. There you go. Man, it makes sense. You get hype from watching Goku and Vegeta. Yeah, but now there's other stuff to watch too. I could be watching One Punch Man do the same thing. I could be watching a Demon Slayer get the same thing. I, you know, but uh, for some reason, Dragon Ball is always number one. It's always gonna be number one. <laughs> but I gotta ask you. But I gotta ask you a question, okay? What would you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten? And what would you and what would you rate this this manga arc? <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, other than for the little, you know, peeve I had that I told you about. Yeah. The manga chapters were hype. Even from the start of the Granola arc. I, I'd have to say, as far as the movie goes, and it's out of 10 stars or 5? Ten. I'd give it a strong nine out of ten. A very strong nine out of ten, only because of the minor things that I didn't like, which was the pop-up comic book aspects with the explosion. (laughs) It didn't really tickle me the right way. (laughs) But as far as the plot, character development. How they went about their transformations, how Pan had her growth, how we got to see the other characters shine, and the story as a whole, everything came together perfectly. Mm-hmm. So in my book, I do absolutely recommend the movie for anybody to watch if you haven't seen it yet. It's great. It's beautiful narrative. Everything comes together wonderfully. A strong narrative. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, I got to go one below you and give it about an eight. An eight? Yeah. What are your reasons? I'll give it an eight. Because even though I enjoyed seeing the Cell game story beats, even though I enjoyed seeing Piccolo finally get a power boost and see Pan, you know, and see Pan, you know, fight and, you know, and everything like that, 
that is also the re that is also the reason I gotta deduct some points because of all the nostalgia baiting. True, true. It made I mean, it, it was. They had references to that. And they had ref, They had references to galore. You know, but that was part of the story to explain oh, you know, yeah. where it was going. But even the, but and at least it wasn't like, oh my god, all the nostalgia's in your face. And it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, once like, we it got was, to the it was fight, quick. it was quick. Once we got to the fight between Gohan and Cell X, right? Every everything went back to everyone. Everything went back to the Cell games. I have no problem with the with the way Cell X was portrayed because, according to what I according to what I read somewhere and and also heard, heard in countless on countless YouTube channels, um, imper- what we know is imperfect Cell. That form of of of, of Cell was Akira Toriyama's favorite form, so that's why they kept they they kept that that design, right? He's huge. He's a kaiju. He's red, you know. He's red in the in, in in this in this version. The story itself, I you know, the story itself, I liked, but because I've literally seen these beats before, it it wasn't it like, you know, it was it was like, man, I gotta I gotta be fair and knock off some points. True, but you know? at least what you could take from it is that his character was completely different. Oh yeah, I consider I I I like. He didn't have any character because he didn't have any. He wasn't intelligent enough to have any kind to have any kind of character. He was like some. I've I've seen people compare him to Bio Brawley, and I say that's a fair assessment. Except he wasn't a pile of goo, and he did have a purpose. Bio Brawley just seemed like they just wanted to make another movie. You know what I'm saying? But and and also I can see people you know comparing him to the likes of Godzilla because of the kaiju element. Seeing two giant fight, I mean, come on, See, seeing Piccolo fight giant, se- I mean, come on, that was dope. Right? That was dope. Now all you need is one day, I don't care if this is a dream, I don't care if somebody makes this up, I don't care, I want to see some, gi- I want to see more giant fights. I want to I see, even though we probably will never see an Ozaru I, again. I think moving forward, you'll probably see Piccolo use his giant form more. Now oh. that... He remembers he could do that. Well, yeah, the giant form plus you know plus him going orange, you know. True, true. Like, like you see that chin, that extra defined chin on his face, like chiseled. Like, <laughs> like he's extra just diesel. What the heck? But, but yeah, that's why I have to knock off some points is because it's just straight up, it's straight up nostalgia. But the funny thing, but but the but the beauty of. But the beauty of it is, I do feel like this was redemption for Gohan. I do honestly feel like this was redemption for Gohan. I'm glad the focus wasn't on Goku and Vegeta for right. once. You know, their their time in the movie, their roles were minor. They were very very minor, and they let you know, and they and they gave the the spotlight to Piccolo and Gohan. And a little bit of pan, and then we got, you know, and then we got love for, you know, for, for, you know, for other characters, 18, uh, Goten, Trunks, Trunks, Krillin, Krillin, you know, that was, like, all all of that, you know, like, all of that to me was just awesome. And the, and like I said, we, you know, we enjoyed the animation. Yes, there was some spots in there that we could, you know, that as, as kids, we probably wouldn't care, we probably wouldn't notice. It's only because we're, you know, we're older Dragon Ball fans, and not just Dragon Ball fans, we're also animation fans. Yeah. So we look at this stuff, you know what I'm saying? So it's very, you know, so it was, no, it, it was when it was there, it was there, it was very noticeable. However, 
I would highly recommend this. This deserves to get the spots that it's getting on the um, on the American movie charts. Like the fact that it that it was number one for you know number one for a while and surprisingly beat Brawley's record. I say surprisingly because I feel like Brawley had a better um, as far as um, you know as far as the movie. I feel like Brawley had a one up on on it. But I will say this. Even though, you know, Brawley's story, you know, was, was a, once again, it was a, it, it was a rework of what came before and connecting him more to Goku and Vegeta and everything else. Here we had something for, you know, for a, a character who, who have, we've been with forever. Brawley was a movie exclusive character for a long time. Fan favorite, but movie exclusive character for a long time. Now he's, you know, now he's, you know, he's officially in the continuity. Gohan has been in the continuity since the beginning of Z. And now we see that he really does need to balance his life out a bit more. And hopefully that's going to happen moving forward after this movie. Now, after, now and, I, and, and yeah, that was a long rant to basically just say, yes, I give this an 8 out of 10 for the movie. The, the granola arc, the granola arc, I fe- while it wasn't perfect, I'm not expecting anything to be perfect, but I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the, the Namekian lore. I enjoyed yeah. seeing a brand new dragon. The ro- it was essentially, how do I, how do I put it into words? It was all about the Dragon Boss, and the Dragon Boss got overused in this arc. Well, yeah, but this, what, well, to be fair, the Dragon Balls get overused anyway. The Dragon Balls are, are, are... And the frequency that it did in this arc, though? Come on, though. I, I mean, dude, like, what the hell time span do those Dragon Balls have? They don't. Like, They no, don't have a time span. These, they, in this arc, they didn't, at least not these particular Dragon the, Balls. The, these particular Dragon Balls... And this is why, um, and and this is why I forgot the uh, the Namek's name again. But you know, Manito. but Manito. This is why Manito had this. You know, he decided to seal them because they don't have the same kind of cap that the others do. Right. So you know, so that so that was a little too op. Yes, you do have to. You know, according to what we've seen, we've seen people sacrifice something for the sake of a wish. You know what I'm saying? For Parunga and for uh, and for Shinron, you ain't got to do that. There are rules, sure. There are limits, as far as Shinron is concerned. Not so much with Parunga, but um, but they st- they still have to be they still have to take a rest and and, and recharge. These dra- these these Dragon Balls with the you know with the Cerulean Dragon, the, the, there's no such um you know there's, there's no such uh, limits. So as far as what they wrote in the manga. Say they put this in the in the anime, which I mean I don't know why they sh- why they wouldn't. But say they put this in the anime in the future, they probably have to change some things up a little bit to make it fair. Or because this is exactly what it is, it's an action comedy. Maybe they just won't and won't explain it. You know, just like they didn't explain where Gohan Beast came from. We just see that you know we we just see that Gohan transforms from Super Saiyan one to Ultimate Gohan. And then at the end, Gohan Beast. Yeah. You know? And it was homage to his earlier film. 
with Super Saiyan 2 and everything else, right? So I'd have, but but as far as the manga, be what bogged it down for me is certain fights were way too long, and even if and 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 I, and I say that because we're reading it month to month, I'm I'm pretty sure reading the whole chapter as a full, I mean reading the whole arc as a as a full part of the manga. You know, maybe it'll maybe it'll make it feel different. But I'm with you, I do think certain plot and story elements could have came a lot sooner than it did. Yeah, and the Bardock of it all, like I enjoyed seeing that Bardock was here. Wonderful. I I, I, I I enjoyed seeing I, Bardock I'd here. I'd say the granola art was slow. Yeah, but it progressively got better as it went. Yeah, I just wish they focused a little more on like when Granola was out of it for a while, and they and they gave the spotlight to Vegeta and Goku. Yet again, I was a little disappointed because this was a brand new character with a with a whole new you know with a whole new uh, arc and you know a, a backstory that I could really get behind. Not to say I couldn't do it with other characters, but I really got behind and felt bad for him um, when he was going when he was going through what he was going through with the heaters and. Why he, you know, why he felt like he had to go after saying the Saiyans and Frieza and everything. But once he finally got that revelation, realized that, uh, you know, that they had nothing to do with his mother, you know, his mother dying, and unfortunately he did. And I absolutely love that Goku came closer to his heritage and knows of his father now, and, and that that's been something that I wanted for him to have for the longest time. What, some connection to his dad? Yes. Okay. I, I've wanted it for the longest time. Why is that? It's that missing bond of him truly understanding what he is. Because he didn't truly accept who he was, truly, well, up until this arc in the manga. I mean, the closest he had to his heritage for the longest time was Vegeta, and, and now he has something more. And now, he, and now he has something more. He still, and it was because of that that's what kind of gave him his boost was his dad. Yeah, true. But also, but also, I look, at, I also look at it this way. Technically, we have two Bardocks, right? We have two Bardocks. You got the manga version. Well, not even just the manga version. I mean. Like since, because uh, the original Bardock came from the came from the from the TV special, and yeah. for the longest time, that was the version of Bardock we were we were we were familiar with. That was the one we accepted as the on, the only one. Then what? Then what do they do? Years later, we get Dragon Ball minus, and changes his personality almost completely, and also introduces Goku's mother for the first time. So. I'm a, so I'm thinking to myself, if Goku knew about because this one was a little bit more, you know, he you could you could relate to this Bardock a bit more. He wasn't as ruthless as as the original one, right? No. He had more of a he had more humanity in him, and some people don't like that because of that. Personally, I think that adds another layer to him. I, but, I think this is the better Bardock of all of them. But my thing is, if Goku, if if Goku had any kind of inkling about his father, and there was no Dragon Ball minus, would they write it so he felt the same? If in if he knew about his father in original Z, 
I don't know. But but ultimately, mm-hmm. ultimately, I I because I feel like that could have probably been its own arc. I gotta go with with Masako X on this one. He has said that he liked the you know the Bardock parts of the story, but it kind of felt like it should have been its own mini arc. You know. I suppose, but I, I I personally believe that it fit in very well with the story. Yeah, um, I, I like what they did with it. I, I I don't feel like it needed to be its own thing. I, I felt like it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I um, but ultimately in this uh for for this arc, I got to give it about a seven. A seven, I give it about a eight point five because although it started slow and it was Dragon Ball heavy at certain points, like I said before. It progressively got better, and then the absolute hype of it all, the fight with Gas, Goku, Vegeta, and Granola, yep. superb, love the triple team that they did trying to fight Gas, they didn't use any type of fusion, god, I'm so fucking glad that they did it, and the absolute hype towards the end, Black Fusion. So, it has a solid 8.5. All right. Honestly, I know this episode ran, you know, long, but because there's been so much in the, you know, in the Dragon Ball space, I feel like we had to, you know, we had to touch on the, uh, we had to, we had to touch on all of it. And and yes, this is what we do. We rant and rave and we don't just talk about Dragon Ball. We talk about a multitude of other, you know, of other shows and things that we're reading and watching when we, you know, when we can, you know, get together. And, you know, and occasionally I'll do some solo episodes. So if you're new to this show, let us know what you think of these arcs. If you're still a, you know, if you're a regular watcher of this particular podcast, I thank you. We both thank you. And um, hopefully we can get our boy Zilla Grimm to give uh, his, you know, to give his points on, on both the manga and the, um, and the uh, anime film. Hopefully. And remember these words. Well, like you say, Dragon Ball Evolution is better. One, Boo him for that. Well, actually, remember. Actually, he said he said it was worse than Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, right. You're right. He said My he bad. said that. I, the, I flipped it around a little bit. Yeah, he My said bad. this was worse you than Dragon Ball Evolution. Right. I fucked that up. So, but that's where I was going. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, he has a right. He has a right to his own. He has a right to his own opinion, though. I don't think that's how he truly feels about it. I, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not in his I head. I think it's a little bit of a front, to be honest. Well, I think he liked it a little bit more than that, to be honest. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But in the meantime, in between time, thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Otaku Labs. We will be back for more fun anime news, reviews, and more. And in the uh, meantime, my peoples, I am Elder Tenchi. I'm Shadow Monarch. And we will catch you on the next episode. Peace, Peace, love, and never be normal.